Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got the whole crew. I've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hi, Lisa. (laughs) It must have been a while. It's been a while. Yes. No, it is great to be back together. I've missed you guys. Me too. Well, I saw Sharpie. I got to see Sharpie. Lauren and I got to hang out. You can still miss him. It's been a couple of days. It has. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys are kind of kind of take this show by the horns and tell us what you've been up to. We've got essentially a trip review to go over. Yep. All right. So this so is Sharp- my first first post COVID travel, and we are even though we are not post COVID, uh, not yet anyway. We're all working on that together. Wait, I'm mentally post-COVID. <laughs> I have reached the point where I am mentally post-COVID. You, 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 well, uh, you know, Lauren. Don't tell me any differently. I'm just going to pretend you're lying to me. Being over it is very different than it being over. It's a valid point. <laughs> I'm over it, though. So totally over it. Um, but yeah, so I, as, as I said on one of our last shows, I was super... Super hesitant to travel, very anxious about it. Had not, as a family, we had not eaten in a restaurant since uh, early March. Uh, had not done anything outside of all of that. I mean, we're 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 just we we just stayed home. I mean, we we traveled to family, but that was it. Uh, not really, nothing, nothing super, uh, nothing with crowds, nothing of that nature. Very, like I said, I was just super hesitant to travel, thought about canceling my trip several times. Um, However, uh, now that I'm home, uh, still still quarantining a few days before I'm allowed to return to work. Um, But temperature checking every day, making sure everything's okay, feeling okay. Um, I'm going to start my experience with the airport. Uh, and by the airport, I typically fly out of Pittsburgh. So arrived at the airport, I had a super early flight about 6:30 a.m. Um, I was shocked by the number of people who were in the airport. Like not not massive crowds, uh, and not nearly like the, for say for instance, uh, Pittsburgh has a parking garage that's attached to the terminal, and then they have uh, long-term parking and they have economy extended parking. Their entire economy extended parking lot is closed. So no parking. Cannot cannot park in the extended lot. You have to park in the long-term lot. Um, but they did they 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 lowered the prices and all that stuff. So anyway, um masks from of course from the time that you arrive at, at the at the terminal building itself until the time that you are back in your car at the end of your trip you're essentially going to have a mask on anytime you're in a public place uh if you are headed to Walt Disney World so uh flight was great no didn't no no one fussed no fuss over wearing a mask no no problems uh had a a short layover in in Baltimore of only about a half hour then it made uh, made, made the trip south to Orlando, uh, arrived in Orlando, and I, I was kind of shocked. Uh, the first floor of MCO uh, is where all of the rental car desks are located. I was kind of shocked at that. Uh, there were no more than two or three agents at the entire 
desk across all the companies. Uh, and if you've ever been through the rental car area at MCO, you know, there's typically hundreds of people, they're rent renting cars and there's dozens of agents and it's just super busy down there, but it is not, um, uh, one thing I also saw as I flew through several airports is not all of the airport facilities, uh, all, all the airport uh, shops and restaurants and kiosks and all that stuff. Not all that stuff is back up and running. Uh, so it's just just kind of uh, a, a work in progress in terms of getting all the travel related stuff reopened. Um, but it's better than it was, though. Oh, the st stuff. Uh, and, and and that was I, I overheard several people talking uh, as we were waiting at the at the terminal there at Pittsburgh is they they were surprised at how much had opened since their last flight. Uh, and their last I noticed that was, here and in Orlando. Yeah, their last flight was in early July. So they were they were kind of surprised at everything that had had started to reopen at the airport since since early July. So um Checked into Magical Express. Of course, you're you're seeing plexiglass everywhere. You're seeing screens and and masks and face shields and and all that stuff. I was kind of surprised there. There is now a posted wait time for a bus for Magical Express of approximately forty five minutes. Um, so if you are in a hurry to get to the park, uh, you may be better off doing a ride share uh, or or doing a rental car. Um, but but uh, that wasn't my experience. Uh, my experience was about 20 minutes uh, it, waiting in line in the terminal and then about 10 minutes on the bus before we departed. So it was really only about 30 minutes before we left the airport. So the one thing to remember is that Disney's Magical Express luggage service is no longer an option. Uh, so as you are planning your trip, just remember that you're going to have to retrieve your own luggage uh, from the baggage carousels and take it to Magical Express yourself. Uh, don't forget they have the smart carts available uh, and you can rent those for just a few bucks and then return them. Uh, that's a, a great option uh, if you are a family or traveling with a lot of luggage. Um, it's just me. So not a lot of luggage. Uh, and I don't think that's a bad option. I kind of like that when I'm traveling alone or if it's just Steve and me traveling, um, that way I don't have to deal with waiting. I can get my stuff and, and go. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's, that, that's the cool thing about the luggage service though, is, is they would take it to your resort for you. And, and that way you didn't have to worry about it, touching it at all. Um, but you do have to do that now. Um, we don't, we don't know if that is permanent, whether that's temporary, that is, has yet to be yet to be determined, uh, by the return of travel crowds and such. Um, who knows, who knows how that's going to happen. Uh, but, the one thing that I did encounter is whenever you are waiting for the bus, they assign you a seat uh, and they load the bus from back to front. Uh, so if you are first in line for the bus, you're going to be all the way at the back of the bus. Uh, and then they're going to fill in every other row in front of you. Uh, so that way to make sure the social distance, they do keep parties together. Uh, and that, that's it's very convenient. I, I frankly, I wish they would do that all the time uh, because it's just nice to know that that's th this is the bus and that's where I'm sitting. So let me um, backtrack a little bit, Sharpie. Yep. So who did you fly? Uh, I flew Southwest. Okay, and they don't they don't assign seats, correct? Southwest does not assign seats, uh, and and currently through the end of November, uh, Southwest is leaving all of the center seats open. Uh, so typically, you kind of have to jockey 24 hours in advance to check into your flight to make sure that you get a good boarding group so you can select whatever seat you want. Uh, however, now your choice is either window or aisle. <laughs> yep. 
So I, I find that interesting with um, some of the other airlines that do have assigned seats and uh, they are loading back to front, like you were saying with the Magical Express bus. And it is the yep. smartest thing ever. And they should have been doing this all along. I and I don't know why they don't. I have to be honest. I find that the planes board faster. Yeah. They do. Yeah. It's efficient. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, they don't do it because everybody has status, you know, and then the people right. who have status. But in Australia, they board the back, they board the front and the back of the plane. They have two ramps. So depending on what seat number you have, you enter either the back of the plane or the front of the plane. Frontier does that here in Jersey. Yeah, and it's so much better because then you you have two ways. We we board from outside. Yeah. And then they have two, two, uh, what are they, ramps or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren's trying to convert me to uh, Frontier. <laughs> we'll Frontier is a great little airline. I mean, they charge fees and stuff, but they're, you know, I mean, in the end, you pay the same price you probably would have paid for something else if you upgrade your seats and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like them. We are huge fans of Southwest. They're just a very, a very common sense, very practical airline, typically very affordable fares. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm sorry to interrupt. So we're on the bus. Oh, no worries. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I was really, really pleasantly surprised. The new safety video that covers all of the COVID-19 changes uh, is it features the Incredibles. Uh, so it's a really, really kind of cool, catchy, snappy video uh, that kind of goes through all the different uh uh, cleanliness and all the different procedures that the, that the Walt Disney Resort has in place to make sure that your stay is safe. Um, uh, I was I was I was staying at old uh, at Saratoga Springs Resort. Uh, so it was there were there were two Ooh. different parties, oh. two different resorts <laughs> on the bus. There was Old West <laughs> and Saratoga Springs. Uh, Saratoga Springs is the first stop as you come in from the airport. Uh, I was the only person staying at Saratoga Springs, so when I got wow. off the bus. The cast There's a reason for that. They woke the cast members up. There's yeah, a reason exactly. you were the only one at Saratoga. <laughs> so when I was getting off the bus, the cast member greeted me by name, first name and last name. Wow. Welcome to your own resort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else is staying here except who's, for you. Who's checking Sharps. in today? Chris Sharps from Mouse Chat. There, oh, all right. We got to heat the pool. Oh my God, our first visitor <laughs> since March. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the the cool thing is, uh, as I was on the bus, I checked into my resort, uh, and I, ch- I checked the option to, uh, to be, to be texted my number to bypass the front desk. Uh, and I was very pleasantly surprised with the time I got to the resort. I had my room number. Oh. So I, and <laughs> because, no comment. Yes. <laughs> because you were the only one there. Like, I was the honored guest, Lisa. Turn the air on. And they were like, oh, give them the presidential suites. <laughs> you would hope, you would hope they would do stuff like that. Oh gosh. So anyway, but yeah, I had, had a fir- first floor room. It was fantastic. Uh, first building, uh, the, the, I was in a preferred room category, uh, so I was the first building uh, as you're coming back from Disney Springs. I love the location. Had a uh, Disney Springs view off my balcony, uh, or my patio, actually, because it was the first floor. It wasn't a balcony. It was patio. Uh, but I loved that. Uh, so the walk, walk back and forth to Disney Springs was no more than like two to three minutes. 
Absolutely fantastic. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, I just hung out at my resort on, on the first day. I went out and went over to, to Disney Springs and I was so brokenhearted. I had checked Disney's website. I had planned dinner. My first evening was going to be at Wolfgang Puck Express. I was going to get my favorite there, which is the bacon wrapped meatloaf. I love it, Ooh. but they're closed. Oh, uh. Yeah, we found. Did, you ever, get, did you ever get over to City Works? I nope, I did not. I did uh. not. Did not make it to City Works. <clears throat> Have to save it for the next trip. Yes. But yeah, so my first day, of course, I'm going to let everyone guess which park I went to. My um, first day. I'm going to say Woo. Epcot. Well, we all know. No, not Epcot. No. Are you sure? <laughs> I can't Jeez imagine on. that's not Do your you favorite, favorite park. I don't understand. So <laughs> oh, no, I, I know you, Sharpie. <laughs> I went to Animal Kingdom. Yes. Uh, it was, I, I, I was, as Lauren describes her almost being in tears or being in tears walking down Main Street mm-hmm. for yep. the first time, I was like a little emotional. I was like, I'm, I was just so happy to be back, back in Animal Kingdom. Uh I I did a, a a Facebook live for all of our, our all of our uh, Facebook uh, followers and and uh, in our uh, fan group, so I had fun did with you that. Sing t- did you sing with the animals like Snow White while you were there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have images of you. <laughs> yes, communing, communing with the animals. Exactly. Uh, no, but however, if you if you go back and watch. It was like Ace uh, Ventura. Lemurs were a full display. They're both both of the species of lemur that are available there at the front of the park. Both lemurs. Uh, both both the species of lemurs. Wow. So, I love I love watching the lemurs, uh, <laughs> especially first thing in the morning. Uh, sometimes you can you can see them see them munching on the goodies that have been brought to them by the the animal care. Uh, animal care team so yeah so i just did a, a quick walk through and sh- showed off a few of the animal areas and th- things like that but it was a very quiet morning at the park um i i was able to go back and i rode uh, the safari first thing in the morning uh i would the the um uh, the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail doesn't open uh, until about a half hour after the park does. Uh-huh. One important note uh, or tip here uh, that you'll want to to take note of if you are planning a trip to the Walt Disney World Resort right now with the limited hours. The posted hours, that's the time that like attractions and everything open. However, the park opens earlier and some limited attractions may open earlier. Uh, as I discovered that arriving at a park that opens at nine, arriving at nine, uh, you're already going to find really long lines. So uh, if you're if you're planning, if you're an early riser, be sure to be at the park. I would say a minimum of a half hour to 45 minutes early if you can, because uh, the worst thing you're going to have to do is wait at the front gate. Uh, but they do open the parks early. So, because that eliminates waiting at the front of the park, uh, which is also a, a, a COVID restriction. Mm-hmm. So, by opening the park a little early, it's kind of a soft opening instead of a rope drop. Uh, so, if you're planning a trip, plan to arrive at the parks early. So, uh, after my first few attractions of the morning, I made my way over to the to, to the uh, 
Joffrey's uh, coffee and tea shop there mm. in Asia, and I, I had a, a great tea and a uh, fantastic blueberry muffin, and I just enjoyed some time in the morning there at Animal Kingdom. I love doing that. Uh, just such an enjoyable uh, start to the day. So, but yeah, um, hold on just a second. <coughs> Sorry about that. I had to cough and couldn't find my mute button. Um, you know, the, the, the things we do. Uh, one thing I found very interesting upon entering Animal Kingdom, mm -hmm. uh, and I saw this at other parks as well, is that they have the custodial staff outlining the pathway in front of the gates inside the park. At Animal Kingdom, they were they were swirling their clean towels. They're all dressed in their white uniforms. You can't tell me that that's not a brilliant move on Disney's part of putting cleanliness and sanitation in front of guests first thing in the morning. Uh, I think that's I think it's a really smart move by Disney because it reminds people yeah. that we are taking care of you. We are we are here to clean surfaces. We are here to make sure that we take as good a care of you as we possibly can. So, so let me ask you a question on that remark. So I've said the whole time, and, and I think Lisa has also said the same thing. Like, have you felt, did you feel safer in Disney than you do in your own home area? Uh, yes, because mask enforcement at, uh, in our home area is not, it's not really there, uh, constantly at Disney. Uh, I did a, a, a live walkthrough of Disney Springs the whole time I was, uh, um, whole time I was walking through Disney Springs that I, I heard several Disney uh, security officers, several different Disney cast members encouraging people, keep your mask above your nose mask mm -hmm. and there, there are announcements that play every like i don't know 10 to 15 minutes yep uh, there are announcements that play park-wide or area-wide at disney springs reminding guests uh to stay physically distant to wear your mask over your nose and mouth and to wash your hands uh wash your hands for for uh uh with, with soap and water and all that kind of stuff uh, and, and that's, I think that's really important because it keeps people, because in, when you're in that environment, it becomes very easy to relax and forget about the restrictions. Uh, but having those reminders definitely does help, uh, and also keep, keeps in mind that you are, uh, things are a little bit different right now. Uh, as, as normal as some things seemed on this trip, uh, there were definitely things that, that seemed a little bit abnormal, seemed a little bit uncomfortable, uh, not that they weren't comfortable. It's just that they were new. Um, uh, one of the, the things that I, I, that I, I have to mention at this point in time is that everything has a line, like, oh yeah. Whether it is a whether it's a gift shop, whether it is a coffee shop, whether it is a merchandise stand, everything has a line, and everything and and that line is spaced at six feet apart. Um, so you may look at an attraction and say, "Oh my gosh, that line is gigantic." It's it's really not because everyone is six feet apart. So, like, say for instance, at uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in Magic Kingdom, uh, when I first arrived in the park on Monday morning, 
I immediately thought, but I, I was like, I'm going to go run. I'm going to check the wait time for Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. It was 55 minutes. I was like, ah, I'm going to skip that, try to catch it later in the day. Um, but but I went and did a few of the, the kind of smaller attractions. I did like aerials uh, uh, under the sea with Ariel. And when I came out of Ariel, I had been, of course, I'd been, the, that was, it was a complete walk on. My weight in line was the length of the queue. So it was, I, I just walked the length of the queue. It was a, to- a total walk on attraction. So uh, got off that fi- like 15 minutes later. By that time, the wait time for Seven Doors Myron Train was 75 minutes. And it had wrapped entirely around the attraction back into the courtyard area where Gaston's Tavern is. So we're talking clockwise. Wow. Back, back past, like past the teacups, around the attraction. So literally the line was what was was maybe 25 minutes away from wrapping entirely around the attraction. And it's yep. not because that wait time is super long. It's because of the six feet distancing. Right. So and, and, and I, lines I, do look significantly longer because of they that. look daunting. It's very intimidating. It, oh, it is. Absolutely. So keep in mind, I mean, normally your your wait time for Seven Doors Mind Train is going to be well over 120 minutes first thing in the morning, but it's going to be compact into the attraction itself, where now with COVID and with, with physical distancing, everyone has to stay six feet apart. So that, that's 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 one of the biggest things that I want to want to remind people of is there are going to be lines to wait for everything, but they move fast. Say, for they instance, they do move fast because there's no stopping in a lot of them. Like, like, for instance, Haunted Mansion. Right. Right. Yeah, there's no stop in, in the stretching room, uh, in the the, uh, the stretching chamber. There's no there's no pre-show. It is a. a straight through from queue to boarding you either there's not the stop and go you're not stopped in small spaces with with people so and you know what else i love about that one they actually are directing people so there's no five million people merging into one line oh yeah it's very like pleasant it, yeah, yeah, yeah like right. it always used to be yeah that was always the weird the, the funnel for uh haunted mansion where you kind of funnel down you hold the person's hand Try not get lost. <laughs> like, come on. See me in front of everyone. He's like, you, you go. I'll hold on to you. Yeah. Hold, hold on I to the hold on to backpacks. Yeah. yeah, that's the worst one. You all have to funnel down to one line. Lauren and I think way too much alike. Oh, <laughs> we really do. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's kind of scary. So, um, but yeah. So, so I mean, that 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 was quick summary. That was my day at Animal Kingdom. I really enjoyed it. The, the wait time for Flight of Passage was posted at about 45 minutes, but I was on the attraction within 20. So wow, that's awesome. I find that most of the rides are padded. Yeah. 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 Very padded. There were a few that I ran across where the wait time was longer than posted. Mini, um, mini Runaway Rail is one of them, probably. Oh, that, yeah. We'll, we'll yep. get there. We'll get <laughs> we gotta no, but like we'll there's certain rides that like, and I think too, if you look at the end of the day, you'll see the ride times jump up a lot. But then w- when you actually see the line and you look at the line, you can tell that it's nothing really. Hmm. 
And then the one thing I also covered in my uh, Facebook Live video was the new entry plaza area for Animal Kingdom, uh, the new security checkpoint, uh, the new bus stop route, uh, the new location of the tram route. Uh, all of that has changed since right before COVID is when all of that kind of started to be implemented. So you're you're if you haven't been uh, to Walt Disney World in 2020, which a lot of people have not. Yeah. Uh, that, that that will be very different for both Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom when you go back. So because and and it, it's beginning to change for Epcot as well. So. But yeah. I'm trying to think of any any other thing, of course, of course, I, I ate at uh, Satuli Canteen uh, at Animal Kingdom. That's my absolute favorite, uh, favorite, favorite lunch or dinner there. I uh, can't can't beat the uh, the grilled chicken bowl. Absolutely love it. Uh, but the the coolest thing, the coolest thing, the coolest thing of Animal Kingdom was the evening safari. Uh, mm. I was on the last safari out of of the station right at five o'clock. Uh-huh. Um, the park closed at five, so I was kind of in the park after it closed because the the but they 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 had departures all the way up until five o'clock. We come around uh, to the lion uh, area, and the lion is roaring, wow. like roaring, walking all along the edge of of the uh, the 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 rock rocky outcropping there, just roaring. You, you know. Did you get that on video? I did not. I tried, but I wasn't uh, fast enough. I was like, oh my gosh, it was so cool. Wow. I love. I'd be it. ready for that. Yeah, exactly. It was, but both of the safaris that I did that day, I did for, I did first thing in the morning and then last thing at night, it was so neat. It was, I just loved being back there. Um, it's almost as if the animals know that like, because they were all out. It was like the, the ostriches were, were right up next to the truck. The, the giraffes were right up next to the truck. Uh, they're, they're like, I heard they knew you were coming. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) They knew I was coming. I am their person. There, I, I, I was invited to a party. I declined. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was it was a lion that definitely invited me, and I was like, "No, I can't play with the lions." Yeah, <laughs> are you sure it wasn't the cheetahs? It might. <laughs> and that was the other really cool thing. We as we came around to where that where the um the cheetah enclosure is, all of the cheetahs were out like rolling and playing. It was so awesome. I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I love this park. So it was, it was so neat. So I loved it. Um, so my second day uh, uh, was Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, I was going to try to do Hollywood Studios on Sunday or Monday, uh, but I could not get a park reservation. So that's the other thing, to, important thing to remember is that you have to do a park reservation. You have to have your tickets uh, in order to reserve park days. Uh, so just make sure that you are uh, reserving your park days as far in advance as you possibly can. Uh, so as soon as you have your trip all planned out and stuff, just have your your ticker counted down there uh, to make sure that you are able to make your park reservation. So my goal was two things. I wanted to do two things in Hollywood Studios. I wanted to ride Rise of the Resistance. And I wanted to ride Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. So. Got there first thing in the morning, made my way back to uh, Galaxy's Edge, did the whole countdown down to 10 o'clock in order to reserve it. Literally all of the virtual queue passes 
for Rise of the Resistance at 10 a.m. were gone in eight seconds. Wow. Wow. I thought you were going to say minutes. Uh, Oh, no. I am not talking minutes. I am talking eight seconds. And Sharpie is very rarely cranky. Oh, I was cranky. That I I get to experience. (laughs) And I believe he was angry texting that day. Oh, Oh, my God. He was so mad. Here's, Here's my thought. Is that what they need to do is they need to allow people to enter into a lottery to be selected to ride. Because that whole thing of, say, for instance, someone has an older device. They are never going to get a pass. Right. Because if their phone is not, because I really think what happened is I scrolled back up to check my party, which was just me. And then I scrolled back down, clicked it, added it, and then it was gone. Eight Mm. seconds. I was watching on my watch. It was eight seconds before all the passes were gone for 10 o'clock. So I was like, grumble, grumble, grumble. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, went back at two o'clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got it at two o'clock boarding group 104, which ended up being a 7.05 PM boarding time. And I was very wow. surprised you actually got on the ride. I, I when you told too. me your boarding group time. I was like, <laughs> Never getting on that ride. Especially since the ride had shut down three times that day. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway. And the and the funny thing is, like the people right who were sitting right next to me, like, you know, six feet away, it was um the, the, the grandparents, this the son, the daughter-in-law, and they had two teenagers. They were in the app at the exact same time I was. Six feet away from me, I got in one second later. They did not. (gasps) So literally within, uh, uh, honestly, within less than 20 seconds, the passes for Rise of the Resistance were gone for the entire day. Less than 10 seconds in the morning, less than 10 seconds at two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. So if you are going to get it, make sure that you have closed all of the apps down on your phone. Make sure you have restarted it before your trip. Make sure that you have updated your My Disney Experience app. Make sure, and if you can, if there are people that have traveled with you years ago, remove them from your, your friends list. Because the longer your friends list, the longer it takes you to select your party, the longer it is going to take you to secure a pass. Yep. So make the process as easy and quick and painless as possible if you hope to get a pass for Rise of the Resistance. So anyway, and you remember, that was a Friday morning. That wasn't a Saturday or Sunday. That was a Friday morning. So Yeah, but your your level of busyness on Friday versus ours on Thursday was probably triple the capacity of what we had on Thursday. And that's, that's very likely. Because Uh, we like, and that's what like the difference of, and I think Tuesdays are very busy for some reason, but I feel like Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays are your best bets for Hollywood studios. But yeah, so I spent the entire day in Hollywood studios waiting. Because there are not, there are no crowd eaters in Hollywood studios right now. So none of the shows are open. Well, 
the fro- frozen uh, sing along is going to be opening soon, uh, but it was not open. Um, Indiana Jones is not open. So all of your like big attractions that pull in a lot, uh, a high number of people, none of them were open. Uh, or none of them are open right now because of COVID. So uh, now the one thing that I did make sure to do uh, at Hollywood Studios is uh, attended one of the last performances of uh, the the Disney Society Orchestra or the oh, they were the, so good. Oh, that's what I remember. Society Orchestra. Yeah. Uh, it was. It's so sad. Their their act has has officially come to a close uh, now it was over um, 30 years i got a facebook message and i was like i can't believe and yeah. that was before disney did the layoffs and they laid them off and they were just yeah, gonna do all, a few shows all part of the same sweep really yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. i just can't imagine like you gotta hope that they're gonna bring them back well I but mean, but they'll all be you know working wherever they're working by that by that time you know what i mean if they're still all together Right. It's just so sad. And they were so good because we, so we good. went and saw them on Thursday, too. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine the Grand Floridian without the music. No. Yeah, yeah that's that's my that's my thing. Because it's it's a problem. It's like when, you know, it's you know, you're getting old when you, you go in there and you'll be sharpie years from now. You'll be able to tell your kids, or your kids, kids. I remember when they had a band and it played every night and it used to be right up there and it was a live band. Yeah. And now. And they found a great spot for them too when they they redid stuff. Yeah, that sucks. I saw it on Facebook on their page, and I was like, I can't believe it. And then two or three days later, they announced the major layoffs. But yeah, it's sad. When have you seen them for thirty plus years? So, so you got to see their one of their final show tunes performances over there at Hollywood Studios. Yep. Yep. It was, it, it was very bittersweet. Um, lo- I, I'm so glad that I got to be down there, uh, for their last weekend. I mean that that's, yep. I, I would, I, I would definitely be heartbroken if I had not gotten to see them one more time. Um, but so one cool thing that I did about halfway through the afternoon and I'm like, you know, I am, I'm kind of over this. I need a break is I went out of the park. I got on the Skyliner. I went to the Caribbean beach resort and I walked around. I, I had not been to Riviera. So I, I went over and walked around Riviera. Uh, nice. That it's, it's my favorite place in the whole wide world. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful property. Uh, it was my first ride on the Skyliner too. That's right. What'd it you was, think? Oh, I loved it. It's a, it is like, and I it's think not the, hot, right? It's, it, 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 now I have to, to be fair, the whole time I was there, it didn't get much. I don't think it got above 85 degrees and there, it was low humidity, very nice temperatures that I, I really cannot complain about the weather. It rained a couple of times. Um, but you know, like it or lump it, it's Florida. You're going to have a little bit of rain. So, but it was, the weather was, weather was beautiful. The thing that surprised me the most is once you get up there, it is so peaceful. Yep. It's like that, that little bit of quiet in your day that, that, that maybe five to 10 minutes. It was, it was just such a nice, nice, refreshing little, it's relaxing, uh, nice, nice, refreshing, relaxing little break in the day. So, but yeah, I went over to 
Caribbean Beach Resort. I hung out in the lobby and read read a book for a little while. Uh, had a pina colada at the bar on my way out, and it was delicious. Uh, it really really hit the spot. So, yeah, I, I, I and that that's actually the first time I had ever really walked around. I had been to Caribbean Beach, but only to the main lobby building there uh, with uh, Magical Express. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed the really enjoyed the walk around the resort and and enjoyed taking the Skyliner as well. So that that was that was kind of cool. But that I headed back to the park, uh, and I, I had, at that point I made up my mind. I was like, I'm I'm just going to stick it out. I'm going to wait in line for Minnie and Nikki's Runaway Railway. So I'm glad I did because it is such a cute attraction. It is so much fun. I love yeah. it. It's super cute. And you've got to ride it, right, Lisa? Yes. Yes. Lauren and I got to ride that uh, opening. For opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. It's such a cool attraction. It's very cute. Yeah, the, it's it, it's really well done. I, I'm I I, I you know, of course you hated to see great movie ride go, but it's cool to have a, a ride with Minnie and Nikki now. So well, and I think there's that's a ride that's more kid friendly. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, as much as I liked Great Movie Ride when my kids were little, they hated oh. the Great. So so that was my Friday. Uh, I got to ride ride of the got to ride Rise of the Resistance. I. I the funny thing is my boarding group came up as I was getting like no more than two or three minutes before I was getting ready to board Minnie Nikki's runaway railway. So I Googled really quick to make sure that it wasn't a, a really long attraction. It's only about five minutes. Um, like f- I think it's either five or seven minutes. I can't remember exactly, but, um, but yeah. So then I, I, I hot footed it back to galaxy's edge, uh, walked on to, uh, Rise of the Resistance. It is such, such a cool attraction. The The technology is just amazing. The the engineering is is a marvel. Uh, and then, of course, the storyline is is absolutely fantastic. So the, the different different elements there and the different different features all throughout the, the attraction. Uh, it, it is it's just such such an awesome thing. Which brings us to Saturday. So Saturday was Epcot Day for me and for Lauren. Uh, so the first thing I did as soon as I got to Epcot was I rode Spaceship Earth, and then I met Lauren uh, and her girls back in uh, the Food and Wine Festival Center. Oh. And I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lauren talk a little bit about Saturday, so that way it's a little, little break up from me. Um. So what did we do Saturday? We 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 hung out in the DVC lounge. <laughs> and to be fair, it was, it raining. was raining. We hung out in the DVC lounge because it started to rain. But yeah, we did uh uh we did the, the seas. Yeah, we did Soren. We did yeah. uh and then we did the seas with Nemo and friends and got to yeah. uh, got to hang out with with our our fishy friends. Fish yes, our friends. Which is my daughter's food. favorite pavilion there. Um we did the the festival center and we did um you and i got the pierogies and kabasi and the girls got the macaroni and cheese and then they got their nitro pops um and then i shopped a little bit while the girls rode test track i didn't want to wait in line for test track and then donuts oh my god we went to the donut box (laughs) 
Oh my God. I forgot about that. Okay. So Sharpie made the better choice, but I had children I had to contend with. So I had to share with my kids. Um, the girls and I got the chocolate donut holes and Sharpie, you got the apple. Apple fritter. The apple fritters. Oh my God. Sharpie's choice by far. If you like apple fritters, go that way. They were heavenly. And I think they're only open on the weekend because they were not open on Monday when we went back. So I think the donut box is only open over the weekends. It was so good. Oh my gosh. They were warm and had a, had a nice little bit of a crunch to them. The sauce they put soft over soft inside. Oh, oh, they're so good. They were <laughs> so heaven. good. I could go for some of those. They were so, so good. And really it's a good value because you pay $4 and you get five big, like they were like, huge, really big donut holes. So I think it's a really good value. Yep. Yeah. They're, okay. they're so good. If, if you're there over by test track is the donut box. Go there. What they're they amazing. need to sell there is they need to sell chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate milk would you know, have been perfect with that. They should do a mix too. So you can try both. Like some, oh, like a yeah. little, little mixture. Yeah. Oh, Cause there, there so are three good. different types, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so oh. pay an extra dollar and get two of each kind. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that would, that would, I, I could definitely swing that. So, um, so what good. else did we do? We went to go get in line for the Grand Marnier that day, but the line was really long. Um, it was actually all the way to the bridge. I've never seen a line like that for that. That's crazy. Um, even with the social distancing, there were a lot of people in line. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, because so you, that. You've, you've promoted that way too hard. I have. It's my fault. Buggers. I did get it on Monday though. There was nobody in line on Monday. Um, but we did that. And then, um, I shopped with the girls a little bit and then we walked over. We, we kind of did this, the left side. We got a margarita. Well, not the girls, but me. Um, <laughs> and then we worked our way over and had dinner at the Annapoli. So Saturday Epcot was definitely more crowded. I was there, um, on Wednesday and I was there on Monday and both days were very, very, very quiet. Like everything was walk on. Um, on Saturday, things were a little bit busier, but again, I think the times were really padded because the girls said test track was a 60 minute wait and they were on and off that ride in under 30 minutes on and off. Yep. Um, soaring said it was, how long did soaring say Sharpie 50? Uh, yeah. I don't even think it was 25. No. Well, I think it was maybe 25. Yeah, because okay. we were stuck in that long hallway for, for I would say, probably at least 20 minutes. Okay. It it was quick. It yeah, was it, was, not, it wasn't. It wasn't, as long, it wasn't even close to what it was posted at. Yeah. It could have been the company, too. I mean. Well, that's valid. <laughs> well, the, while we were waiting in that line, the girls were doing homework. Oh, oh were they really? <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, and then we did dinner at the Annapoli. And so we were a large group. We had 10 people. So they split us into a table of six and a table of four. So I ate with my girls and um, their roommate came with them. So the four of us ate together and then Sharpie and a bunch of pixies ate together. So we had two very different experiences. 
Um, so my experience was decent service. It, it was Viennapoli service. I mean, you know, we all know Viennapoli service is not phenomenal. Um, food was good. It is we just so got, hit or miss. It really is, and and you can tell because literally the same night, the same restaurant, we had completely different service. Um, but I ordered my normal, we ordered a margarita pie. Um, we ordered some, uh, the fresh mozzarella, the caprese and, uh, and that was it for us. So we had a pretty simple menu, but Sharpie, go ahead and tell your experience. (laughs) Our, our server was truthfully awful, like aggressively awful. It wasn't that she was just a bad server. She was angry. She was, but I mean, you name it, it happened. Uh, like she, she, she didn't bring menus. She didn't bring silverware. She didn't bring bread plates. She, like, it was like just really all over the place. Um, and one of the people in our party had asked for, um, Sam had asked for milk. Uh, she, she was, she was having indigestion. Uh, and like they bring her like week and a half expired milk. It's like, so she turned around to open it. I'm like, uh, hey, hey, check the date on that. Because I saw that it was like September, like early 20 something. And it was already the beginning of October. So I was like, uh, you might, you definitely want to check, check, check the date on that. So may have been okay, may not have been okay. But if you're in a restaurant, you kind of expect your food to be within, within the expiration date. Um, then like they ended up charging for like two, two sets of bread service. Um, the server did not tell, uh, the, 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 the individual who ordered the bread that it was an extra, extra charge for bread service. Um, then like the, our server refused to split or divide our check in any way. And, and in, in no other words said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to do it yourself. I was like, okay, we'll do that. Um, and then like she, she did not take the, the tables in Wonderland discount card that, that one of the uh, members of our party had. Uh, so she had to re-ring that and it, it was all over the place. Uh, finally at, at the end of dinner, uh, and this was actually even after I had already, I had already started to the front of the park because it was really starting to rain heavy. And I knew I had, I knew I had to make a stop on the way out of the park. Um, I was like, so they ended up refunding. I think it was what, like almost $60 from the check across the whole table. I think it was the tip and something else. So the tip wasn't issued. No. It was the tip and something else. They, they refunded. I can't remember what it was. I I think it was the the worst part was, is the waitress actually said to Jess, she she spent 20 minutes figuring out all the math and then the waitress came over and said you know Jess was like okay I divvied it all up here's our cards here's the amounts and she was like well I'm going to have to double check this before I take your cards <laughs> and why didn't you do it in the first place why didn't you do it yourself then uh, right, exactly <laughs> oh that, that yeah it was uh, <sighs> honestly I don't know that I'll go back there I mean like that's the second time that I've been there and the service is, is, is it, the food is okay. It's, it's Disney pricing. So it's, it, it is a pricey meal. And I mean, frankly, I expect better service for that. 
Nah, not at Viennapoli. Viennapoli, you have to expect bad service and decent food. Well, count me out. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the way Viennapoli operates. That's their thing. Oh, I I, I would much rather do Tutto Italia because at least their service is always reliable. Yeah. Well, and I have to say we ate at um, Teppanito on Monday night which Sharpie, you were at Magic that day, so you didn't get to join us for that one. And I have not done Teppanito in years because the last time I did Teppanito, I was so underwhelmed by it. Um, It was actually not too bad. I still hate that they don't have fried rice, but it was really good. Um, The hibachi show was really, really, really good. We had a great um, cook, so he was amazing. And yeah, it was a really good experience. It was interesting. I don't think I've done that. It's been years since I did it. I, I think I think all of you guys did it together on a trip, where they cook. Where it's like the hibachi right. style. They cook at your table. Yep. Yeah, I I don't like that they don't have fried rice because I love fried rice, and it's not even an option. It's kind of surprising. I know. It's just white rice. You can't get. But it was really good. Oh, so, yeah, so that that was our that was our Saturday in Epcot. Um, and, and once again, like I said earlier, expect long lines at the food booths for the food and wine festival. Um, just because, once again, physical distancing six feet between everyone stretches the lines out really long. Oh, and can I talk real quick about Tuto Gusto while we're in Epcot still? Sure. Yeah. So I went to the cave, which is my favorite place in all of Epcot. Uh, Tuto Gusto in Italy opened up, which is the wine bar. Uh, I know you guys have probably heard Steve and I both talk about it. We both really like it. Um, but they opened and we got to go in and they're doing the social distancing. So it was phenomenal. The bar is not open. Um they had not all the drinks that they have normally. Not all the flights were there, like the champagne flight. I like they didn't have the champagne flight, but they did have like three to three or four different flights. They had a lot of different, you know, choices and stuff for drinks and wine. Um, and they did have a more condensed version of the small plates menu and the charcuterie boards. Um it was really, really good. We did get, we got a charcuterie board. We got uh, calamari and we got um, caprese. And we just kind of all shared that. And that was kind of our lunch. We just picked. It was so good. And it was so nice to be back in Tuto. I love, love, love the cave. So it's open. Yay. <laughs> and another thing too is the, um, like say for instance, once again, talking about lines, the um, the Mexico Pavilion. You have to wait in line to get into the pavilion, and then you have yes. to wait in line for the different attractions inside the pavilion. So that that's definitely something to kind of keep in mind. Yep. So Sunday was my my non park day. I, I I took a day off. I did four park days. Uh, I went over to um, uh, 
uh, Mass at Mary Queen of the Universe over on Vineland. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, my 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 new tradition on solo trips is to also walk next door to the Outlet Mall uh, to hit up the Character Warehouse, <laughs> which also, Certain of characters. course, exactly, uh, which also, of course, has a line. Uh, a lot of the shops at the Outlet Mall have have outdoor queues to get in. Disney is the only one that I saw that does a virtual queue. So you stop by, you give a cast member your name and your t- cell phone number, and they put you into a virtual queue and then text you when you may come back and get into the regular queue. Kind of crazy. Uh, if yeah. you've ever shopped at the the character warehouse there on, at the outlet mall in Vineland, uh, the, I, there wasn't anything spectacular. Uh, they definitely seasonally, uh, as, as different designs come and go, they do have the Dooney and Burke bags over there, which you can get at a, at a pretty, pretty decent discount. Uh, Jesse's bought a Harvey's bag over there before. Um, I bought her the... Uh, um, Haunted Mansion, uh, Hatbox Ghost 50th Anniversary, Alex and Ani. They had that for more than 50% off. Uh, sometimes they Ooh. have Pandora charms. Uh, Lauren so likes those Alex and Ani. Yep. You, you, you never yeah. know what you're going to find over there. And like normally like the adult t-shirts are like seven to eight dollars. Uh, kid t-shirts are six to seven dollars. Uh, I found really cool sweatshirts for less than 15. Uh, all kinds of mugs. Uh, the, the only thing that kind of stinks if you're traveling, um, that, that you'll, you'll definitely want to, you know, stop at the outlet and buy an extra suitcase. Cause that's a lot of stuff to travel with, but <laughs> I had to do that. A lot of people do that. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I thought had, I was going to have to, but I ended up, ended up getting everything crammed in. I had the girls bring me cause I had left a suitcase with them, a small one. And I was like, bring me that suitcase. I'm going to need it. <laughs> yeah. When I used to live in Orlando, I lived near Universal and there was a Kmart over on uh, Vineland. I don't know if it's still there or not. Um, and every time I drove by, you would see just people walking out with suitcases. They had this huge suitcase aisle. It was awesome. Too funny. Yeah. Love the, uh, love the outlet mall. It's always, always a good thing. So mm-hmm. One cool thing, uh, this this the, we we where we visit Orlando several times a year, and we always go to mass over at the the shrine there on Vineland. Is they have been in the process of building a new uh, a pipe organ inside the church, uh, and they finally finished it last spring. Uh, uh, it was uh, they started voicing it around last May. Uh, and then they had their opening for it. Uh, I think it was like last November, but it's it's incredible. I mean, it is uh, it is it, it literally it's one of those uh, it's one of those pipe organs that you you feel throughout your body because it's a uh, uh, it just kind of kind of shakes you. Uh, but it, it's it's really cool. So I was really glad to get down and see that because uh, I'd followed the, the the construction of it and the development of it and the fundraising had followed that on, online and on social media for a few years. So it's kind of cool to see that uh, one of those uh, different attractions in Orlando that's outside the theme parks. Uh, but it's definitely something that we, we take the time uh, to make sure to go over there uh, every time we're down in the Orlando area. So it's always, always good to good to see there. And of course, they have social distance distancing and mask requirements in place as well. So you, you, you can't escape it. Uh, Disney Springs, the line for the world of Disney store wraps down past basin 
and almost down to once upon a toy and then comes back. You know that mall way too well. I, I, I yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I, I, that, I, I have a, I have like, I have a spatial memory so I can, I can see things okay. and see, I can I always visualize where things are. So it kind of drives Jesse crazy, but you know. Well, if you've just, got it, use it. Just, just, just part of life. So then, my Monday was spent at the Magic Kingdom. So I don't know what they were filming in the Magic Kingdom, but there on on Monday, but there was a gigantic film crew. So and it was like mobile. It, it was, was probably the Christmas stuff. No, I I don't know. Honestly, it was. I mean, it was. It wasn't a small crew. It was probably twenty five to thirty people that they were carting through the parks with giant rolling totes and stuff like that, that with all the equipment and stuff that they were using. But yeah, I have, I have no idea what they were filming, but it was. They were expecting mouse chat. Exactly. They were waiting yeah. for us. They were waiting. They were ready. They were ready. We weren't. Um, <laughs> thanks to COVID, but you know, what are you going to do? So my day in magic kingdom was, was pretty fantastic uh, because before the park had opened, I had already ridden two attractions. I uh, ended up back at uh, after I did Ariel, then I did Haunted Mansion, which was was pretty much a walk on. Uh, I did Big Thunder, I did Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, Hall of Presidents, Carousel of Progress. trying to think what else there were there were a couple things there that i'm missing but yeah it, it was it was a good day um and, and that that's my, my patience to wait in the line for like the huge e-ticket attractions just wasn't there but i i just enjoyed the time in the park it was just roaming about seeing i took a lot of pictures uh so be, be, be posting quite a few of those uh soon so yeah, I, I had a blast. It was a fun trip. Um, is it worth the hassle that COVID has brought? Here, here, and 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 I think honestly, Lauren, did you and I have this this conversation what five times? What uh, about whether it's worth it? I think we had. Um, I think we had possible. at least five times. So here's the thing, and 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 coming from a travel agent perspective. It has to come down to the guest making the choice that they are comfortable making. If you are kind of a germaphobe and you're going to be freaked out the entire time, afraid that you're going, going to contract COVID-19, this probably may not be the time for you to visit. But if you're, if you're like, as long as I take care of myself and Disney is doing a job of taking care of me and other people are doing a job taking care of themselves, they wear their mask. I wear my mask. We're all, we're, we're, we're going to be okay. You're, you're going to be fine. Wash your hands. And my thing is, uh, I mean, anyone who follows, uh, follows or knows me knows a few years ago, I had a major issue with my hands Mm -hmm. and all of the, the, um, the soaps and all of the sanitizers, they caused my hands to flare up with, with the different, uh, with the, the, the wet form of eczema that I have. Um, so I get these little, little watery blisters all over my hands. So I have to be really careful as to what I touch. And Lauren and I both experienced like laying our, our arm on a table at dinner 
and and causing a big flush breakout because of the different sanitizers and disinfectants that they're using. Yeah, and it was certain places. It wasn't everywhere, which was weird. Right. And it's the first time I've experienced that. Hmm. That's interesting. And it makes sense. And I think part of it may be how soon after the product is used that you touch the surface. I don't know. Right. But but if you have extremely sensitive skin or if you're ex- very extremely ex- sensitive to chemicals, they are cleaning the attraction trains or ride vehicles every every, every so often at de- different intervals uh, to, to make sure that everything's staying sanitized. Uh, so just be 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 aware uh, that 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 they're they're using some pretty harsh chemicals. Um, but but of course it's all. It's all in an effort to keep things clean and sanitized uh, and to make sure that everything's okay. But if you are comfortable traveling right now, meaning that that you're you're willing to to take take a small risk, go, do it, have fun. Yeah, uh, it, be really, it really it, it really it, you have to be comfortable. That's the thing. If you're going to be freaked out the entire time uh, and, and kind of really to the point of even not an anxiety attack, Mm-mm. it's not worth it. Yeah, and it all depends on the individual. So, you know, if your neighbors and your family are ready to go and you're not, let them go. You just wait. It's to each, honestly, to each his own. And, and I mean, the more the more we talked about it, and and just the the, the length of time that we we kind of speculate that it's going to take everything to kind of rebound, it's going to depend. It's going to depend a lot on how quickly the economy recovers, how quickly the job market recovers. Um, but I mean, the the thing that you can expect is when 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 the the, the majority of the COVID cl- cloud has cleared, Disney is going to be having promotional pricing. I, I mean that that's kind of a given because they have they have resorts that are still closed the polynesian resort is not opening until next summer because uh, renovations and capacity it's not particularly needed right now so there are still resorts that are closed um so you have to be aware of that you have to be aware that everything is not at full capacity uh and just go with the flow i mean that was i still had a very very enjoyable trip uh even though I didn't get to ride everything that I normally would, I just enjoyed being in the parks. It's yeah. and Disney has done a really good job of making sure that everyone they're doing everything they can to make sure everyone feels as safe as they possibly can. Uh, and I mean, and that's one thing that that really kind of struck me uh, is if you're if you've ever taken the keys to the kingdom tour or if you're familiar with with Disney's the, the keys of Disney's kingdom. Uh, of of safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency, safety is number one. If it is not safe, Disney is not going to do it. So that that is their number one priority is safety of the guest and the cast member. And right now, everyone's wearing masks. That that the cast members, <coughs> most of the servers, not only actually, I think all of the servers that I encountered, not only had on a mask but also had on a face shield. Me too. Everybody I saw had both for server wise. Yeah, they've got to protect themselves. That's good. Um, I do want to talk about Hollywood and Vine too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You, you, you had your, 
your seasonal dine experience. Well, one last thing that I wanted to mention is, is I was wondering how much COVID had changed what life is like in a Disney Disney resort room. Uh, and uh, of, of course, Saratoga Springs is a DVC resort. They have uh, extra bedding in the closet uh, for the, for the sofa bed. Uh, there is even, there's a plastic tag through the zipper poles uh, that you have to clip open in order to be able to use the, the what's inside. So they even make sure that what, what they're leaving in the room can't be tampered with, or it's not exposed or, or it's not clean. Uh, but they, they just make sure that everything is, is kind of there uh, and ready for guests uh, to be comfortable. The remote control is inside a little plastic bag uh, that is marked with a clean sticker. I didn't even take mine out of, out of the, 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 uh, the little plastic packaging. I just used it inside the plastic packaging. Uh, but all of like the brochures and things like that that you would typically find in the room, all of that is a one-time use type thing. Uh, it, they, they, they've, they've gone above and beyond to make sure that everyone feels as safe, comfortable, and as at home as possible. So, but yeah. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead and talk about Hollywood and Vine. I, I'm, I, you didn't tell me all about it. So I'm curious to hear more about it. Yep. So I did Hollywood and Vine, um, the seasonal experience, uh, while I was there and it was four of us, all adults. And we, we did our check-in, we got in and we did lunch and they have changed the menu. It's not buffet anymore. It's now um, family style for salad. And then you can order an entree and a dessert off the menu. And they have Minnie for lunch and dinner. They have Minnie, Mickey, Goofy, and Pluto coming around. All dressed up right now in Halloween costumes, of course. Um, so we got in. And ordered a salad. The salad was good. Uh, the food actually, I thought, was better than what the buffet used to be for lunch and dinner because I was never a fan of the lunch and the dinner there for the buffet. So food-wise, I actually thought it was a really good step up. I had the turkey dinner. Uh, somebody else that was with us had the salmon. She loved it. She thought it was really, really good. It was one of her favorite meals that week. Um, my problem was the character interaction that day was horrible and I know it's COVID, but we've done Topolino's probably three or four times during COVID and they're doing a fantastic job hitting everybody so that you can get a selfie with them or you can at least get a snap a shot of them. They were literally running past us. We could not get like no. really any shots. And we paid 60 bucks for lunch and couldn't get a shot with a character in a selfie picture. So it was just kind of crazy. Yes. It was very disappointing. Hmm. Now, I mean, were they, were they paying attention to the little kids at least? Well, and where the section that we were in had no kids, it was adults. That and are then still the paying middle section money. Right. So to me, I don't care if I'm a kid or an adult, I should get the same experience no matter what. Um, so that was very, to me, spending that kind of money and really not getting it, the ability to at least get a selfie. It's very hard for me to get behind promoting it 
as worthwhile money-wise. Now, that being said, um, Monica and Olivia, who uh, went there, I think she went yesterday, and they had a completely different experience with the characters. So it may just be that we had characters that just weren't in the mood to do their job. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I, I, was, I was disappointed in that. But food-wise, the food was better than the buffet was. So I kind of hope they keep it that way. So, and then I did also want to talk about Yacht Club. Because I stayed at Yacht Club. That's the first time I've stayed there uh, since they reopened it in August. And uh, Lazy River's open. The pool was open. The slide was open. Nice and quiet. Um, They're doing all the same safety measures in the rooms, like Sharpie said. Uh, The one interesting thing that happened while we were at Yacht Club was the first night we go out to dinner, we come back, and we took an Uber back. And we walk into the lobby, we're walking towards the lobby and there's delivery trucks with all these big boxes and furniture and all kinds of stuff in the front of the building. And we're Mm. like, what is that? Like, what are they doing? And why are they delivering it to the front of the building? Not Disney usual at all. Yeah. And so, and it's late. So like, it it was like probably like midnight-ish, like 11 o'clock and so we go up to the room, we get up in the morning, we come downstairs, the lobby's got completely new furnishings. The entire lobby re- was redone overnight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were like, that was magical. <laughs> if we didn't see the boxes of stuff in the front of the building, that really might have been a magical experience. All new furniture. The furniture is so pretty. They did such a beautiful job on it. Yeah, I do. I'll post some. Okay. Um, but it was so pretty and it was like, wow. Upscale. <laughs> they did a really good job with picking out the furniture though, but it was funny. So lobby in, in yacht club does have new furnishings and, uh, very, very pretty. <laughs> You're the first to know. <laughs> and I was the first the one to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other That's thing awesome. I noticed was, um, right now the, the boats are not working from beach yacht and boardwalk. However, while we were there, we did notice the boat um, line over by Epcot entrance. They put plexiglass up. So I don't know if that means it's they're prepping to open soon. But just, you know, heads up. As of now, it's not open. But with the, the putting up of the plexiglass, I'm wondering if that means it's going to open soon. And so. I did notice that they were running the boats on uh, the friendship boats across the lake. That, yep. Yeah, they're they're working. But I think that's because monorail stuff. Oh, no, this was at Epcot. Oh, at Ep- oh those. Yeah, Around no, they World are running Trophy. those. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Sorry. I wasn't thinking Epcot. Um, no, I noticed that, too. But And that's what doesn't make sense. Like, if you can run those, why wouldn't you run? Because, honestly, having to walk from Yacht Club to the Skyliner and take the Skyliner all the way to Caribbean beach to transfer to Hollywood studios took forever. <laughs> that sounds anti-productive. Yeah. It took forever. So there's really no good option to Hollywood from there. Mm. So I hope they open those boats up soon. Could you walk if you wanted? You can, but it's like a 25 minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if it's a uh, nice night, it's always nice to have options. Yeah, you can. But it took just as long to take the Skyliner. So. Okay. All right. Which is always talk nice about Tori Alforno. That's one thing we didn't talk about. I had a oh, lasagna at Trattoria Al Forno, and it was amazing. It was delicious. And I had a made-up meal. <laughs> Shockingly enough. Mm. Uh, she comboed half two and half. From, It was a half and half. So, but it was good. I've, I've eaten at Trattoria this year since the reopening, and it's still decent. Although I have to say, didn't we do dessert there? And I had the um, tiramisu. tiramisu. That was really, really good tiramisu. You're killing me. And I did I not, I don't that. normally eat dessert. <laughs> so I ate dessert twice this week. I ate tiramisu and I ate the No Way Jose. And we also did the kitchen sink at Beaches and Cream. We did. It was huge. <clears throat> Which I've never done. Of really? course, I didn't. I didn't eat it. I ate my No Way Jose. I chipped in for the kitchen sink, though. I took a bite just so I could say I ate it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was really cool. I mean, there's a lot of surprises in the kitchen sink. There's a lot of stuff going on in there. (laughs) There's a lot in there. There's, I mean, there's, did you like customize it or did you just get it as is? As is. Okay. (laughs) We customized ours. Did you? Yeah. No, they we we did just traditional kitchen sink, however it comes. Yeah, I know that it's got some flavors that we didn't like, and don't they put candy in it? It's been years. Brooke was like, was like candy sharpie? toddler. I thought there were like little Twix bars or something stuck in there. I don't remember, but it was. I don't know. I, I remember stuff like that. And then, of course, the whole jar of cherries and the can of whipped cream. Yeah. Oh, oh the and cherries. Then the honey I think Sam ate all the cherries. <laughs> In fact, I'm she, almost sure. Honest to goodness, I think, she, I think she ate at least a dozen Marchino <laughs> she, cherries. She was digging around looking for more. Like, Are there more cherries? Are there more cherries? No comment on the honey mustard? Really? Wait, there's honey. I didn't see honey mustard. <laughs> what? Never mind. I I missed that. Wait, what did you I say? That too. You have to explain that. I was Lisa. focused on maraschino cherries. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, we're talking about all the toppings, and I'm like the the jar of cherries and the can of whipped cream and all that honey mustard, and you guys are like, yeah, those cherries. I'm like, that one was <laughs> I stopped, lost. I stopped listening yeah. after maraschino cherries. <laughs> yeah, that just kind of goes to a wall. But. Oh my goodness, you people. All in all, it was a good trip. We had fun. Good. We had beautiful weather. Oh, the weather was spectacular. It was gorgeous. I enjoyed spending several evenings out on the rocking chairs out by the lake at uh, Saratoga Springs. No comment. I love I like rocking chairs. Oh, I do too. Okay. But as far as the the, or the renovations over at Saratoga Springs, they're they're down to their I think they're down to their last set of buildings now. So the Congress Park area has been completely renovated, uh, and I think the Springs area has been renovated, and also the paddock. Um, so I know they're, they're currently working on the carousel, and I think 
Maybe they have the carousel and the grandstand left are the two sections that they have, have remaining to to redo. All right. Well, I think this is a nice long show with all kinds of uh, good reviews in it, but it is time to wrap it up. Time has come. I'd like to thank Say goodbye. Day. Gosh, here we go. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, See, you messed me up. It's time to wrap up the show. I'm going to thank Pixie Vacation for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us. And please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. I may have just punched myself in the face. I literally just like I, I was like video. trying to flip my hair out from behind my neck and I, I like punched the side of my head by accident. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs>